0: Welcome back to the PlayStation Blogcast. You got Kristen Zitani here and I am joined by Tim Turry. Hello. Hiya. Hey, Justin Massengill is also here. Hello, Justin. Well, how do you do? After you popped in and then popped right back out uh, during our last episode, you'll you'll be staying the full time. This uh, time. Yeah, we'll see. We'll, oh, oh okay. He might randomly disappear. So, you know, tune in and see see what's going to happen. It's going to be a wacky show today. Um, <laughs> it'll actually be a pretty regular-sized show today. Uh, I know the last couple of them have been a wee bit long, but our, our good friend Sin Schumann isn't here. So I wonder if uh, the tangents <laughs> maybe we'll will, will be reeled in a little bit. We miss you, Sid. I'll see you back. Um, Also, because Sid is out, so last week we sort of got on the topic. We had a great listener letter um, who wrote in that was asking us, you know, what are some spooky games and movies and just anything that we are in love with or, you know, during this this here spooky season
1: part of the reason that last episode <clears> went a little, started a little to go off long, the rails you
0: know? yeah because we have a lot to talk about there uh we we want to we want to save that for next week when sid is back a because sid is a massive horror buff uh but also because i know justin doesn't like spooky games yeah so. i'll probably
2: sit out of the the halloween <laughs> spooktacular if that's all right Yeah,
0: so we're gonna save that for next week so you know bookmark it now uh, but until then, speaking of bookmarking, uh, we have a bunch of new release highlights for next week for the week of October 15th. Uh, all of these are for North America only, subject to change without notice. Tim, Mark, can you I can grab one? I
1: am very excited about one of these. Uh, I've played this game a bit, and I haven't played a lot of games quite like it. Mm-hmm. That's Outer Wilds. That's going to be out on Tuesday, October 15th as a digital release. Really a just, you know... Go if you don't know about this game, just go in fresh. This is not me copping out of like <laughs> trying to, uh, you know, uh, talk around it. Just You're go the in listener. fresh. He's never yeah. heard of this if game. Like, now. Yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> if you like the idea of just exploring um, and surprises, it's just really incredible. Uh, there's been uh, after we announced that this was coming to PlayStation Four, I saw a lot of people uh, kind of invoking the uh, the the very coveted GOTY. Uh, Ooh, wow. Oh, kind of discussion going oh on my there. My. lots of people saying that this one is really good one to watch out for i've never seen or played it myself so i'm looking forward to checking it out i think you'll like it yeah
0: nice justin you want to grab one
2: yeah, a couple more uh, on Tuesday. Uh, we've got Children of Morta coming to PS4 as a digital release, and we've got Zombieland Double Tap Road Trip coming to PS4 as a digital and retail release. Nice. Uh Obviously a tie-in to the upcoming Zombieland sequel. Mm-hmm. Had a lot of fun with that original Zombieland I was movie. I say,
0: I really liked that movie. I was like pleasantly surprised they were actually able to get the full cast back for this yeah especially
2: because they've all gone and yeah like like, Emma Stone's
0: like an Oscar winning actress now
2: that's part of the novelty I feel like
1: I think I might (laughs) rewatch the original and then just on the lark go and check this out
0: it's funny to see like what what stars end up rising over a couple of years yeah
1: true detective happened for Woody
2: Harrelson between
0: that's true yeah
2: Oh, let me skip ahead to Thursday, too. Uh, Thursday, October 17th, we've got the Jackbox Party Pack 6 nice. coming to PlayStation 4 as a digital release. Always exciting. Obviously, the Jackbox games are guaranteed quality. I mean, they've they've put out five of these things so yeah. far, and they've all been a riot. Some of the most fun you can have uh, with a video game at a party. Uh Besides, like rock band which i also love uh even though that game isn't really much of a thing anymore i still try to find excuses to bust it out Uh, jackbox is great though they've uh they're a riot lots of fun really funny great humor uh highly recommended if you've got a party that you're throwing and it starts to suck just put on (laughs) jackbox i promise it'll (laughs) fix it it'll make it better Uh, one more for me, and then I'm gonna step out for the rest of the of the new releases. Monkey okay. King Hero is back, is coming to PlayStation 4 as a digital and retail release. I watched a gameplay trailer of this one before we came over here, and it looks really cool. It's like got this really cartoony art style with really fluid, uh, impressive animation, uh, and kind of a really tongue-in-cheek sense of humor mm-hmm. with like the the way that the characters are animated and everything, um, based on the the Monkey King uh, legends uh, of yore. Uh, so yeah it looks pretty fun check it out
0: nice Uh, So just to round out Thursday, October 17th, we also have Travis Strikes Again, No More Heroes Complete Edition coming to PS4 as a digital release. Uh, And then let's skip ahead to Friday, October 18th. We have Megaquarium, that is a PS4 digital release. And we have Plants vs. Zombies Battle for Neighborville uh, as a PS4. (laughs) I was like, Neighborhood? What? Neighborville. Uh, PS4 as a digital and retail release. And then the one I'm really excited about is Return of the Overnight is coming to PS4 as a digital title. I have heard so much about this game. Tell, tell this us game, about Return of the Overdun. I've just, so I've heard it's like a little bit more of like a lo-fi experience, but it's like this murder mystery that there's like 60 different characters or something and you have to you have to solve all these different clues and wander around. I think it's a it's, ship.
1: It's crazy, yeah. And, so you, I, I've played a little bit of it uh, and it is by the creator of Papers, Please. Uh-huh. Uh, Lucas Pope, I Lucas think is Pope, his name. yeah. Which is an incredible game. And yeah, you're right, uh, Christian. You play basically like... An insurance claims adjuster uh, <laughs> who goes on this old ship and something terrible At happened. You yeah. can
0: all be insurance adjuster. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, it's
1: one of those great concepts, like kind of like something like you know her story or whatever. We're just like, oh, yeah. does that
0: sound like fun?
1: And then you're doing it, and you're like, it's fascinating. It's good one to sit down with like a friend mm-hmm. or significant other and just puzzle through it. And the aesthetic is is out there, but yeah, the yeah. first
2: thing you'll notice about Return of the Oberdin is the art style. It's like this crazy one bit kind of motif a going Apple Two esque kind yeah. of
0: yeah. So I'm I'm super curious about the one that one I'll definitely be. It's a very Christian game, I think. you'll Aww, you'll thanks. Win. Yeah, uh, I'm excited. So yeah, so you guys can also head to PlayStation Store and and see what else is coming out. But until then, check
2: out we... there drop at PlayStation Blog for the Ooh. full list.
0: Ooh. Oh, we got a plug. Uh, so now let's hop over to that news that could be used if it was chosen. <laughs> <laughs> you messed up the
2: rhyme did i though yes that's I fair
0: did. but uh the big boy news the big announcement of the week i doubt we had to even mention this to anybody listening to this podcast but the playstation 5 launches holiday 2020 whoa whoa, whoa. you
2: can't say that <gasps> did you say th- those i
0: just did, did you playstation okay. 5
2: two Tinko. two letters followed by a numeral and you just said it <laughs> on this podcast <laughs> uh but so yeah. yeah obviously not a ton that we can talk about i was gonna say we don't yet, but...
0: we're not gonna deep dive too much uh we highly highly recommend you guys head to playstation.blog read all of those full sweet sweet details that uh jim ryan sort of lays out there they also link out to uh that wired article that was sort of an interview that yeah. dives even more in depth if you're ready to read all about the tech all about what's gonna what's going on there uh the two big things i will point out is that there's going to be some some key innovations to the ps5 controller mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh so you know just the way that things are going to feel while you're playing so good Go head over and see those details. But the big excitement is yeah. PS5. I'm, I'm really excited about,
2: about the stuff they talked about for the controller. They're um, ditching the old school rumble motors as we know them. And they're implementing haptic technology, mm-hmm. uh, which will allow developers to uh, have a lot more control over the way that things feel yeah, uh, and, like, with the, the controller. Yeah, and like the textures That's as you're huge. moving through something. And then the adaptive triggers are mm-hmm. big to being able to kind of manipulate the uh, level of resistance of the triggers to make them feel like different things. That There's a lot of potential there. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: It's going to be an exciting time in holiday 2020.
1: Yeah. It's an exciting part of that to be in, like interested in, too, because it's, that's where the rubber meets the road is your hands and the controllers. So, yeah. man, it's awesome.
0: I'm really excited, you guys.
2: Cool. Right. Uh, so uh, let's talk about some things that are out now that we can play. <laughs> right now like Concrete Genie Uh, Concrete Genie is just the the most wonderful beautiful inspiring thing Uh, it's available now on PS4 we got a great story at the old Playstation blog from Sam Marshall the composer of the game Uh, goes into kind of the creative process of the soundtrack of the game he talks about how he used different instruments to uh, uh, evoke certain emotions Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, he uses flutes and cello and analog synths Uh, and then like when you're painting each brush has its own separate instrument tied to it Uh, lots of really cool just audio tricks that he used there Uh, so go read the blog post and watch the accompanying video for the full scoop
1: Nice. If you're interested in reading some more on that, their PlayStation blog, we got a cha- an opportunity. We talked a little bit about it the previous week, but um, you know, had a chance to sit down with Neil Druckmann, the uh, you know creative director or just director for Last of Us Part Two. You don't have to say we; you can say you. Yeah, it I was mean, me. You, I it got was into left yeah. here. it was fun. It was all Tim. <laughs> it's it, it fun. I feel like I, I can't believe how much time has passed since 2013, and I met Neil back. It, when I was a game informer and we I remember just being my mind was blown by the uh, the Game Awards teaser for the game and mm-hmm. just seeing this fungus grow out of an ant and just like, what is this? And then and flash forward <laughs> a little bit and being on the cover story, and meeting Neil uh, and and getting to know the vision for the game and then flash forward to seeing like this amazing sequel and talking about Ellie, who is a character that I feel like even though really we've known her for one game like one one video game and a a really great piece of dlc i feel like we've known her for so much longer like there's just so much character there to get to know and we Neil talked about how she'd evol- She's evolved and kind of come into her own. Talks about the new enemy, uh, the moon infected type, um, shamblers. Shamblers, indeed. They're very gross and dangerous. And uh, and then even goes as far as to just like talking about the the emotions that they are aiming to evoke out of um, hmm. out of people who play. And and um, this it was, it was really great chatting yeah, with it's them.
0: It's a good read.
2: Why, what, what what was that like sitting down with with Neil Druckmann? Is he like a like a pretty chill dude in the interview setting? Yeah,
1: he's very composed and chill and well spoken, and um, yeah, I mean he's uh, you know it, it's it's fun talking with him. He, he he dropped a reference to like we were talking about clickers, and uh, he remembered that when we were talking about Clickers back in 2013 that we made the comparison to like, we both talked about how much we loved Resident Evil 4 and that he was oh, talking yeah, about yeah. just like loving the chainsaw, like one hit, the, the the chainsaw enemies from Resident Evil 4 and the one hit Kill Nature and how that in a way inspired Clickers and that's where, you know, shivs kind of were born and all that. And and so he was bringing that back up and like, so oh, it's it awesome. it fun just to see um, him sort of get excited about the the gameplay elements and always just tying it back with the narrative component. But yeah, yeah very, very chill guy. It must well, be so
0: such a relief for him to finally be able to talk yeah. about this you know yeah. he's been, been sort of sitting on all of the this like gold mine of of information around the game and it's yeah. great that it's finally slowly but surely yep. getting out there
2: and tl2 is out in february, february right 21st oh yeah. boy it's not almost that, time. No. not
0: that long to wait
2: excited uh well oh great God. work on that interview tim i was really impressed by it thank you
0: yeah Uh, Speaking of interviews, there's also a really wonderful interview uh, with the team behind Interfectorum, which is out now on PS4. Uh, This is the first uh, published title from one of our Girls Make Game Camps here. I believe this was a team back from 2015. They were here. They were in just like middle school at that point. Uh, Some of them had never coded before coming to this camp. uh, And they made the demo for this game, and it is now a fully-fledged game that is out now, playable now. Um, It it follows this sheriff in training named Alice who's trying to investigate her, her sister's murder one of her sister's murderer uh, and the creator, one of the creators, Izzy uh, Penston. She sort of describes how they came up with the story, what her experience was like at camp, and sort of how they took it from like this tiny demo into the full game. Um, and her her entire experience is just like the most heartwarming thing you will ever read. Like she's like, I like never thought I could do something like this, and like she she's also in a wheelchair, and so she mentions that like summer camp in general is not really a thing that she thought was going to be doable yeah. for her, and that this was such a wonderful experience because she could do the same thing that everybody else could um and yeah it's just a phenomenal story and the game looks really fun like i'm i'm gonna download this you guys
2: i'm so i'm so just happy that this is a thing that we do i think it's so inspiring and so important uh that this program exists and it's so uh heartening to see uh kind of the fruits of their labor now uh being available to to uh download and play it's incredible yeah.
0: i'm just like forever impressed like in middle school i was doing nothing yeah <laughs> nothing of import like this is phenomenal It's so a one-way kudos. street
2: they're just playing all the games <laughs> yeah, never yeah. Thinking exactly games exactly make so one, yeah.
0: kudos uh kudos to these girls because they are they are the future they are awesome
2: speaking of playing games uh Kristen, tim Did you guys play Trevor Saves the Universe? Yeah. Yeah. Well, guess what? Now you can play some more of it. Nice. There is some free DLC. It's called Important Cosmic Jobs. And it's out now for free uh, on PlayStation VR for Trevor Saves the Universe for free uh justin Royland wrote a playstation blog post that is quite the entertaining read if I'm i say sure. so myself uh not a ton of actual information about <laughs> the uh the content there but uh it's still a great story so I mean, thank trover, you
0: trover is a game that you can't really explain like yeah you, you really have to just play it so and, uh, uh, yeah
2: justin if you're out there from one justin to another thanks for writing that very interesting blog post and looking forward to playing that new dlc Cool. Yeah, another one that
1: was uh, <clears throat> an exciting. We got a new trailer for Modern Warfare out this week. Uh, there's the return of one of my favorite, like ever, modes in Call of Duty, which was uh, Spec Ops. It's a, it's called Special Ops this time around. But what the focus is, you know, Call of Duty traditionally has had its campaign. It's had its competitive multiplayer, and Spec Ops was really like. It started with Modern Warfare Two as the beginning of like a of a co op sort of mission based uh, mode, and this one has a lot to to look forward to, where you can actually transfer over like weapons and customization features from the campaign and multiplayer into special ops mm-hmm. um and yeah this blog goes into detail about like the uh, you know the uh, operations so that these are a little bit beefier sort of like the length of say like a, one of the beefier campaign missions and you have multiple objectives it might end with like you breaking into a bank vault and stealing mm-hmm. some information or getting away on a helicopter and then there's missions which are a little bit more classic in a way uh really focused your loadout is kind of preset and you just need to get like you know The one, two, or three stars on this mission. Um, And then there's um, also Survival Mode, which is going to be an exclusive PlayStation 4 mode, which is about surviving waves with friends. And so a lot to look forward to a special ops. I am personally very excited about that one. And also, October 25th, like that is right around the corner for us. Oh, it is. Yeah, Modern Warfare. It's going to be a busy day
0: the busy one yeah oh wait it's me i'm next it's you <laughs> speaking of busy days so uh marvel's iron man vr is launching on february 28th 2020 right at the end of the month there uh we announced it with a really slick is that a leap new... year no or was yes. it last year a leap year no. wait 2016 oh wait it is a leap year you're right ah, oh my god almost wait how's that work All... again no 20 Every four the, years, there's a, a extra day in February, so it's oh, the 29th. So we have a 29th. Yeah, that's the last not one. Normal. The last I one was 2016. I want to say. I think. Wow. So 2020. Oh, you're right. It's later. <laughs> All right. Well, extra special now. <laughs> but anyway, so the blog post uh, uh, includes the new story trailer, which is really, really slick. It kind of gives you an idea of who this villain ghost is, and sort of a little bit of her 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 feelings towards Tony Stark and her history with Iron Man. Spoiler.
2: Uh, the feelings are not good. They're, they're not quite good. <laughs> yeah,
0: she, she's a little upset with them. Uh, so the team at Camouflage kind of works through how they built up this original story because this is a completely original, you know, not attached to anything else. Like this is a very original Iron Man, Tony Stark story uh, and sort of just what it's like building a game up from the, th- the ground up in virtual reality, taking all of that into, into consideration. So uh, it's a good read. Cool, okay.
2: more yeah. VR stuff. Yeah. yeah,
1: and on the Marvel front, uh, very exciting that uh, we have a blog by... Crystal Dynamics announcing that uh, Kamala Khan is joining joining the cast for Marvel's Avengers. Uh, this was coming out of New York Comic Con, big reveal. She's uh, she has polymorph abilities. She's a big fan favorite. Uh, there's some cool hey, big. Fan favorite. That's right. She she can imbibe in <laughs> <Okay>. herself, right? <laughs> uh very good. Uh, and <laughs> this blog kind of dives into detail about like the, some Easter eggs, sort of through the trailers. Like er, early on, there was glimpses of a little girl, you know, boarding the, um, you know, the, uh, the was it Hell Carrier? Yeah, the the A Day. Yeah, the A Day. She was yep. there, and uh, just kind of talks about.
0: My favorite detail of that blog post is that the reason she's there is she won a fan fiction contest. (laughs) I was like, yes, that's good!" Because
1: she's such a huge Avengers fan. She's such a big
0: fan. Like that's completely realistic. A teenage girl now would absolutely be writing Avengers fan (laughs) fiction. It's it's very very modern,
1: very good. Uh, And I I don't actually know that, but personally, like I have a very cursory knowledge of like Kamala. So I'm excited that I'll be able to kind of get to know her a little bit better through Marvel's Avengers. So yeah, yeah, you can learn more Mm -hmm. about it over at the blog.
0: Very cool.
2: And to round out the news for this week, uh, you may choose to use this particular piece of news. Uh, PlayStation 4's 7.00 update is out now. You can download that. Matter of fact, uh, if you turn on your PS4, it will probably encourage you to download and install it it uh it includes some new party chat improvements you can uh do parties up to 16 players now it's got all the fun under the hood remote play stuff that lets remote play be a thing on ios and android fun fact if you have an android device running 5.0 or higher you can now use remote play Uh, i know that's a feature a lot of android users had been asking for in the past it is now a thing and uh it's got this new uh this is a uh a feature that hasn't been talked about a ton but there's uh some hdr calibration uh, built into it now so mm-hmm. if you have an hdr display that your ps4 is hooked up to uh next time you boot up an hdr capable game it will have you go through this really quick calibration process that just kind of sets the optimal bright and dark levels for your display nice. so that you can be sure your ps4 is displaying everything properly
1: it's cool, yeah. I booted up last night and was surprised to see that. And I was like, oh, that's what that 7.0 is all yeah. about. Yeah, That's great.
2: That's uh, the, the <laughs> stealth uh, favorite feature for me is the HDR calibration very nice very cool. so, HDR is still kind of a, a wild west yeah. out there so yeah. I'm glad that PS4 is kind of helping make that a little more approachable
0: nice well there you know those those were the highlights for, for us this week but you know you can head over to playstation.blog check out we have a bajillion other stories going there uh, but for now don't, don't
2: sign me up for a bajillion stories changed without notice, stories,
0: sir <laughs> uh, you personally have to upload all of them now uh, so yeah we have a couple of listener letters that we, we want to dive into I believe we got two this week duh. Uh, Justin, you want to grab one?
2: I would love to read this letter from Andrew, who writes, Dear Blogcast Team, just caught the recent PlayStation 5 announcement on the blog, and I felt I had to mention I'm oddly excited to see what developers will be able to do with the adaptive triggers and how that will feel in the hands. Thank you for sharing the cool news. I'm also sure you're happy that you can now say PS5 instead of next-generation PlayStation console (laughs) going forward publicly. However, I'm really just here to ask the hottest, burning, most smoldering questions. If you could have any HUD UI or world overlay UI element embedded into your vision as part of your everyday life, what would it be? For me, I think it would have to be an active quest objectives (laughs) list because I'm constantly forgetting all the stuff I have to do. Take out the trash, save Pandora from a bunch of psychos, pay the bills. It really just blurs together sometimes. Looking forward to hearing your answers. Thanks for the great shows, and I hope you all have a fantastic day.
0: This is a brilliant question, Andrew. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> I question. I love that. And I, I, I completely agree with what you're thinking. I think an active quest objective list would be very helpful for all of us. And also just like, oh, it's over, th- it's over there? I'm just going to go over there real quick. Um, <laughs> I think personally for me, and this one's not out yet, although there's variations of this in a lot of different games, but that Cyberpunk 2077 translation at the bottom how oh. it just happens so very quickly
2: the old fish. yeah oh yeah. that'd be huge
0: i like my biggest like if you could ever have a superpower it would be that i could understand any language like it is it's so hard i'm like trying to learn korean right now i, I was talking to tim the other yeah. day we were in panera and there was like a small korean child next to us and i understood him and i was like <laughs> yes i am at the vocabulary of like a four-year-old um, but if i could just like immediately understand everything that would be the best ever so I wish uh, subtitles and translations. Yeah,
1: that's probably like the right answer. Like if you had <laughs> to take it all, I I'm going to go with like just knowing the value of something. In like almost like a like a Skyrim, Elder Scrolls approach. Like mm. just knowing the value of something immediately and can I take this without getting in trouble or not? <laughs> Is this technically stealing? And then something glows on the ground and I find a $100 bill, you know, just randomly. How many how many precious jewels and lost jewelry have you walked by on the sidewalk? You wouldn't know you never
2: knew. because it wasn't glowing. It wasn't and, highlighted.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> I it, think
2: uh, that's a great answer. <laughs> I think uh, just for the sake of being different, I would make mine, you know, like... In, in uh like any movie with a robot, it will go to their field of vision and it shows them like scanning the environment and they see <laughs> like it shows a person and it says like threat level low. like Oh, the Terminator. Yeah, well, so yeah, basically <laughs> it, that. It like immediately or, I mean, pulls
0: up their profile. <laughs> and, so, like, so,
2: but expand that further and just like everyday situations, like how is th- how does this person like view me right now? Are yeah. they like
0: angry at me? Ooh. Are they like
2: oh. intending to hurt me? Are they like oh. friendly toward me? Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, I wish that like I know I forget what the name of the feature is but you know like in, like the aggro meter no 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 in in Fallout games how it like you're able to like slow stuff down and when an enemy is attacking you you can like zoom in and see oh if I hit this it's like a 95% success oh, rate oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, if it, there was that for like everything in life if you could be like stop if I do this thing what's the, like, percentage, what's the percentage that I'm gonna
2: set this this dish on fire when I yeah, try to cook exactly. it
1: yeah exactly That's one those ones where that would be fun to me for like a week and then I would feel so burdened by like the knowledge of like Oh no! Actually, the grim reality is that no one really feels anything about me, and I <laughs> impact no one's life. Uh, or, or you learn someone that you love thought loved you is just like just
2: stewing. Oh, uh, man. I couldn't, I couldn't do it, man. Uh, Turns out your spouse is like secretly harboring. Yeah, that could get dark, really. Fast. Have you talked no. to her lately? What do you know that I don't? Uh, but yeah, that's a that's a fun answer though. I would like to tinker with that. That's a good one. Good uh, question. Write in blogcast at Let us know which UI element you would like to be permanently yeah. embedded into your vision.
1: And I love just gonna say, I love hypotheticals like that. Yeah, that was such a good question.
0: A good, from, good. From, Thanks, Andrew. From Andrew. Uh, this next one is from Nick Calderon. He writes, here's a random question spurred on by your PS Now conversation last episode. Who would be on the physical PlayStation bucks?" Oh. So quick context here. <laughs> so last week we were sort of talking about, we were talking about PS Now and that sweet new price drop that it has. And as a result, we were talking about dollar bills. I, we couldn't remember who's on the 20. It's Andrew Jackson, right? It was Andrew Jackson. Yeah. I think so. We couldn't yeah. figure out. Yeah. Uh, we started talking about Hamilton and who's on the 50, whatever. Um, so Nick is continuing he's like he imagines Aloy would be on the 1, uh <laughs> Solid Snake on the 5, Ellie on the 20, Yoshida San on the 100. Oh, of course, yeah. And then the sweet sweet vlogcast crew on the rare $2 bill. Would it
2: be like a different <laughs> cast member on every printed version Collect of them all. the $2 oh, bill? Oh no, I think or I, all four of us on a single.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's a good. Well, because, you know, I'm like double-sided. So, like, maybe it's like something fun is on the back. I don't or, know. Yeah, I, don't I just know. don't know. But anyway, he says just some thoughts. What do y'all think?
2: Give Give Kratos that sweet 50. Yeah. I, that's yeah. what I was thinking, yeah. too. Someone uh, needs a
0: 50. Uh, Kratos, I mean like Nathan Drake, where
2: would he go? He
0: would have to be on a coin, I feel like. Oh, he, Drake. He, feel, he feels be, like a coin. he has he be he's, he's like the a dollar. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> yeah.
1: uh i like that one uh yeah we forgot about the coinage i think i just feel like you know since they put solid snake in here who has like legacy on playstation but isn't like you know a first party thing like i would put crash on there somewhere
2: Mm. Um, Oh yeah, crash spyro maybe like a penny for crash you know sir dan could be on one of them maybe on the dime or something
1: oh yeah
0: nice I like this list though. I like that at sol- least twenty
2: solid list. Yeah, uh, Shu Yoshida on the hundred dollar bill. Obviously, <laughs> I would love Come Sir on.
1: Dan just because, like, having a piece of currency with just like I mean, they're like a they're skull they're on. all dead. <laughs> so I mean, my, straight up this
0: weird cartoon skull staring at you. I love it. Oh my gosh, so good. But yeah, please continue writing in with these stream these strange questions. Like we we love hypotheticals, we love uh, dollar bill discussions. Here's, apparently. here's
1: a question for folks too, and it's a it's an iteration of this. Who would be on your your Mount Rushmore, your PlayStation oh, Mount Rushmore? That's a good so one. So do on that one and well, let who, us know who, who, would, who would be, be on mine again. Kratos. Yeah. absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. uh i think crash because like crash next to kratos is just like so much <laughs> oh, fun for me <laughs> um i guess i would put ellie up there as well mm-hmm, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. tough between like you know you want to have like modern representation in there and i think Ally, Alo- aloy and ellie are both like really modern but ellie's just a little bit ahead of the game on yeah it.
0: i can see that I-, I definitely think ellie is like just a little bit more associated with play. But and also she yeah. you know, PS three as well as PS4. It's true. She's cross- and and Kratos well,
1: has the great uh tenure because he's he's spanned three console generations yeah. but also he's yeah. evolved so much and like he's just he's just yeah changed yeah
2: Aloy is the kind of the she has the least experience out of all of these but like she did a lot with that one game she really cemented her place in playstation history with that she has her own monument
0: like you got to keep walking yeah it's down the highway she's got a statue on the way up yeah Yeah. uh i think nathan drake should be on there though oh yeah yeah Yeah,
2: i think drake deserves a spot for sure um yeah maybe uh toro and kuro the japanese cat mascots Oh, they should true. be somewhere true, they should true, be true. like like kind of hanging off on the side
0: man but anyway please write in with your your gaming mount rushmore your gaming dollar bills your your hud ui aspirations for the real world any any wacky and weird suggestions you guys have had uh send them into us at blogcast at com. so what are you guys playing
1: Um, for me, I have been playing a lot of Borderlands 3. Yeah. Uh, it has been a fun culmination of, um, like, my my fiancé and I, like, we've been, gotta remember to say fiancé. Uh, (laughs) we, we've played a lot of Diablo 3 together and got really into it. That was actually the first game I realized I need to buy, like, oh, I need to buy another DualShock 4. (laughs) Like, I need another one, because I'm gonna play this with, with Janice. I think I was, like, using, like, a a Vita as, like, a a second controller for a while. I was going, I was going crazy, but, um... I uh, Let me know
2: if you ever need a Dual Shock. I've got like so fifteen of them. <laughs> Thank so you many. so much. Yeah. I also am
1: looking forward to excuses to buy uh, an electric purple one myself. Oh, uh, but then sweet, I sweet, sweet new color. But flashing forward, I got her. Um, you know, a, a, a Dual Shock. Uh, we played Diablo three. We actually played. Um, if we oh, got a few. Like a year ago, I want to say we played through like Halo One, and it was just sort of oh, like wow. getting getting. Gr- she hasn't played a lot of first person shooters, and so mm-hmm. it's just like ah, oh, you know, this one would be a fun one to tackle together. And I feel like Borderlands Three has been like a good culmination of like, okay, you love Diablo Three, we survived a first person shooter together, like let's mash them together and play together, and yeah. it's been really fun. Nice. Um, it's an easy game just to kind of pick up and dive into, uh, like every night, and so that's we've been going pretty pretty hard on that. Nice, yeah, nice. I
0: love that. I think that's a, a great like that co-op experience with someone who hasn't been super into games and yeah. so you can like pull them into the fold and being like see <laughs> it's not that hard you can play Yeah, can into this it's sad so, yeah. it's,
1: it's really fun uh, and it elevates the whole experience you I know? love it but I it's been a fun it. game like I, I played I chose Moe's who is like a character who can call in like a mech and she's immediately in it and it's mm-hmm. like I feel like I've never clicked with a a Vault Hunter as much as I have with her. I feel like there's always like some detail that I wasn't like really nailing correctly and her is just so, it's it's dummy proof. It's just like (laughs) giant mech, do a ton of damage, you have an extra shield, your buddy can jump up on your back and and mount a gun on your back while you're walking around. Then they're under a bubble shield. I upgrade it so that when I pop out, the mech is still like a manual turret and then dashes, like before it's going to die, it dashes towards an enemy and like self-destructs. So it's just this big, dumb splashy like fun and um (laughs) it has been a blast love it cool yeah a literal blast indeed
0: (laughs) i believe both justin and i have been playing concrete genie this week that's right which is such a nice it's just such a nice game it's beautiful like it's a beautiful game the gameplay itself is really intuitive um i'm very bad at drawing and so i'm like very happy (laughs) with all of the the packs and the brushes that they give you because like it makes me feel. I'm like, I'm like, look at this. Ge-. Michael will like walk in the room and I'm like, look at this. Look at this thing that
1: I <laughs> look made. Look what I made. You're yeah. saying it sounded like you were kind of getting into the zone. You unlocked a kind of a trophy. Oh I didn't my God. Expect. Yeah.
0: So I, you know, I, I'll find the walls that have the strings of lights. So, you know, for the, the major gameplay of the game, is that there's all these lights strung up across uh, your sort of like seaport town. Uh, they're all blown out basically so you have to paint all- along the walls to sort of bring light and life back into the town. Uh, so there's certain walls that you're supposed to paint on but really you can paint on any of the walls. Yeah. So the ones that you're supposed to paint on I'll be like okay well here's where the real art goes <laughs> and then I'll find a blank wall that has nothing on it and I'll sort of just like go to town and be <laughs> like what weird thing can I make here? Um, and so I've started like I'll take one stent- like one piece of the pack so like grass or like the, the str- hanging string moss or something and I'll just paint the whole thing <laughs> like literally every inch of it and like i'll go in different directions and see if that affects things which sometimes it does like i'll build fires on top of fires to see if it makes a bigger fire and like there's a there was a, a trophy called like pyromaniac or oh, something really, oh, funny. Yeah, because I've, i lit too many fires on one wall that's great um it's just it's really fun and like you were saying earlier each each uh different like brush pack has different sounds aso- associated with it so it's like also this, like, really nice therapeutic moment of, like, oh, and there's these, like, little tinkling sounds as I paint the stars across the sky. And then also I'll add a couple of these different plants and it'll make this really nice noise. Uh, sounds oh, like yeah. a delight. Yeah, it's just, it's a really sweet game. And the story itself is, ju- it's just very moving. It's, like, a really, I love that they made this game, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, like, this, this kid is going through a bit of a rough time and there's these bullies who are kind of trying to drag him down and he's just, like, not at all you know, coming back with that same level of heat, he's just like, they probably have stuff going on in their lives too. Uh, And there's this really interesting, I don't want to, you know, spoil Mm -hmm. anything, but there's some really interesting interactions there as you keep playing. The way
2: they address things is really, really touching. Um, I am so thrilled for Pixel Opus to finally have this game out the door. I've been following it since since announced and just, you know, they work here on campus they've been yeah. working on the game so we see them in the courtyard and at mm-hmm. lunch sometimes and it's always like how's the game coming and they're, they they've always been so excited and so optimistic about about this this project and uh to see it out there and to see it uh getting getting received as well as it is I'm I'm so thrilled for them I think this is a really important game I'm mm. glad that it's being received well because yeah. hopefully uh if more people see that it's possible to make a game that's so optimistic and doesn't rely on so much violence and everything, maybe we'll see more games like that because I think the, the, the world could use more more optimism and yeah. more, more yeah. happy games. And it's just nice to, to have a
0: variety, yeah. exactly, to have like multiple things you can be playing, different yeah. styles. So I, if,
2: if there was no photo mode in the game, I would be done with it by now. Oh my but God, the
0: photo mode is so distracting. Yeah. I, I'm stopping
2: every, great every three very minutes good to, to take more pictures. Uh, you didn't hear it from me, but we just may have a photo mode gallery going live on <gasps> PlayStation Blog uh, soon, if not already, by the time you're listening to yeah, this. Yeah,
0: and you definitely heard it from me that uh, by the time that this is live, we'll have announced that the share of the week theme is Concrete Genie. So Ooh. if y'all are playing, uh, please please send us your your screens because we want to we want to share them.
2: Tweet your Concrete Genie photo mode pictures with hashtag PS4 Share and hashtag PS Blog.
0: There it is. But yeah. There you go. I really enjoyed this game.
2: Cool. Uh, I am also playing Destiny Two Shadow Keep. Surprise, nice. surprise. Oh. Uh, working on that their new raid with my raid buddies. Uh, we're. At a point where our power levels are high enough that we can, like, make an attempt... We've gotten past the first two encounters. I believe there are four total... Uh, so I think this weekend we're going to go in and we're going to embark on hashtag jacket quest uh, because if we (laughs) Uh, clear it... it... You
0: won the jacket last time, right? So
2: I I did manage to get the jacket last time, but we had a couple of our members had to bail, and they did not get their jackets, Mm. so we're going in to try and help them get their jackets. Nice. Um, So, yeah, if we can clear the raid before Tuesday, uh, they can get their jackets. Well,
1: Godspeed. So as you say that you're, you're, you know light level is is high enough to kind of start attempting it as you sort of edge in and try to like make attempts are there like early bosses in there that like have a chance to drop solid gear and absolutely and so you don't feel like you're just kind of throwing yourself against the wall yeah so each
2: each encounter gives you a powerful raid drop uh so i've gotten a few of the weapons i haven't gotten any of the armor yet the two uh well i, I guess i've done three now because i We did one attempt before reset, so I've gotten three different raid weapons, uh, and I've been tinkering with those, and they're actually pretty good, Um, but they've all been powerful drops, so they've been upgrades to my power level each time, so uh, they do make the subsequent Mm -hmm. encounters a little bit easier
1: that's cool it's nice it's really nice just to know that you're not like yeah. just going in there and yeah. a, w- a wasted run is is not for nothing you know yeah, exactly yeah. exactly
0: justin a quick question for you so last week we had a listener letter asking us so far what were our game of the year picks oh uh, oh yeah
2: you guys were right mm-hmm. i listened oh you did okay I was okay I <laughs> y'all nailed it right. um, yeah. so <laughs> right now like i would probably say it's actually a bit of a toss-up um y'all guessed Shadowbringers, which mm-hmm. obviously mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. final fantasy 14 Shadowbringers is probably my obvious pick for game of the year so far uh but monster hunter world iceborne really just exceeded my expectations which were already very high because i loved the original game Uh, iceborne is the perfect expansion it just takes everything that made the original game great builds on it adds like a couple really cool things without going overboard some of the mm-hmm. coolest monsters in
1: the series history to come back which yeah. is great like i think we were fighting glavinus together and yeah. like falling in love with that guy yeah i mean as we were killing it we as were we were killing it but it, still yeah. it's a t weird t-rex thing that sharpens its own tail in its mouth
0: rajong is that how you pronounce oh big mean monkey i think rajong is the correct pronunciation he was fighting that last night and i was like oh boy
2: I have not done that yet because I'm still on the on the Destiny train. But once I calm down a little bit there, I'm going to go back to Monster Hunter and try that out. Uh, Oh man! And there's a new. They just announced uh, that the new Final Fantasy 14 uh, patch will be out later this month, and that's the one that has the near automata raid.
0: Oh boy! The light just like came wow. into your eyes. Wow.
2: So yeah, the new the new twenty four player raid in Final Fantasy fourteen Shadowbringers is based on Near Automata, and it is being uh, co created by by, uh, by Yoko Taro and Yosuke Saito. Oh, is that the first
1: That's time cool. they've done a non Final Fantasy crossover?
2: Uh, I think. Three? Too. So well, I mean, they've done they've done other little crossover events like for Dragon Quest and stuff like that. Okay, but this is the first time t- an entire raid is based yeah, on a non Final Fantasy property. Well, well, yeah, because the last one was Final Fantasy Tactics based, and it just had a bunch of it was uh it was set in East, so it had bosses and locales from Final Fantasy twelve and Final Fantasy Tactics. Got it. But this is the first time they're dedicating an entire raid that I can remember to something that is not Final Fantasy. Uh, so yeah, near. Excited I guess, I guess the- it's near and near Automata, uh, but we'll see. I'm excited to hear that music. Oh my god, they posted a preview of one of the tracks. It's incredible. Did I send you that? I don't think so. Oh man, it is it is unreal. Just like <laughs> if you're listening to this, Google it. Google like uh, uh, Final Fantasy fourteen near raid music, and like they they revealed a preview on one of the recent uh letter from the producer live uh shows that they did and it's incredible. I think they got Okabe san the composer from *NieR: Automata*, to come mm. back and uh, do this. It uh, it's kind of like a um, a mashup of *Weight of the World*, which is the end credit song from *NieR: Automata*, mm-hmm. uh, mashed up with the *Final Fantasy XIV* Prelude. I love stuff like that. So they do like the the *Final Fantasy* Prelude arpeggios, like mixed in with. Way of the world but it's like a completely new arrangement
1: that's great yeah one of one of the big uh perks of working with justin is like i've only been <laughs> i've only played like maybe 30 hours of final fantasy 14 but like he's fed me all of the best tracks from it so it's just like all right shortcut to the good stuff uh, <laughs> they, they
2: are a lot better if you experience them in the context of the game though well of course right
1: but just like I, every
2: song i'm sure yeah you
0: know? amazing
2: yeah, Tim. Uh, Tim gives me some good musical tips too. So thanks, buddy. Yeah, we we'll keep it keep the the light alive.
0: I like how Justin's able to give you like great music tips, and then I just give you like weird Harry Potter fandom <laughs> things like a decade late. Now that you're reading the book,
1: Harry's a, a beautiful golden god.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> all right, uh, any other games? Huh? Uh, Ooh, uh, that, uh, speak that, now. That's kind Remember of good you for me piece? right now. Uh-huh. Still
2: There's playing, a lot I'm waiting still for. Tetris a bunch, but
1: twenty you know. fifth T- coming up is medieval. Modern Warfare we mentioned, and uh, the Outer Worlds, which is oh, like I'm so excited for that. It's going to be a lot, uh, and so then we you got, you got Outer Wilds and Outer Worlds. You got yeah. it, yeah. So it's There's even a lot going
0: on. OW,
1: don't mix those two up. <laughs> they are very different games, too. Oh my goodness!
0: All right, well, that has been Blockcast episode three forty six. Short episode. Uh, Short and sweet, you know.
2: Dense episode.
0: Dense. Packed. Robust, as (laughs) Sid would say. Uh, All right. So please, oh, God, as my voice cracks. Anyway, so please write into us at uh, blogcast at Sony.com. Let us know all your weird, wacky ideas and thoughts that you want us to talk about. Um, You can also find us at PlayStation.blog, at PlayStation on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. You can subscribe on iTunes and, hey, leave us us a review. That's a nice thing that people do for for podcasts. Mm, Um, And if they don't, they should. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also if you enjoy the show please tell a friend uh, they'll probably enjoy it too because that's probably why you guys are friends uh, you can also give a big thank you to Dormy Loan for and if they theme- don't
2: enjoy the show are they really your friend consider D- that yeah
0: like do you really want to be friends with someone yeah come on you know let's get me? real uh, <laughs> so thank you to Dormy Loan for the theme song at uh, dot musiccom thank you to Corey Schmitz for our beautiful logo coryschmitz.com and we will see you guys next time for a spooky episode
1: Ooh. <laughs> <laughs>